0: Hi, I'm Daniel And I'm Jorge And we're here to tell you about our podcast Daniel and Jorge Explain, Explain the, the universe. universe That's us Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio Radio app Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts Welcome to the Seahawks Man-to-Man Podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the Tweet Machine. Chris, they already know where to follow me, so where should they follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206 and that's CKIDD206. All right, Chris, we don't even need to really make the announcement ourselves because we have audio of the announcement because the announcement was great. I loved it. Can you play it, please? AC Adam. We got a deal. <laughs> go Hawks. Go Hawks. But I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all to go to bed. Finally, we can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all in the morning. Now, there are several things I love about that clip. Several. And I wish people could see it, but I'm pretty sure they've seen it. And if you're listening to this, you know what the clip looks like. Russell, shirtless, at least three chains on. That's at least. He went full Drake I wear every single chain, even when I'm in the house. I've never seen Russell wear a chain. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, he just got three, shirtless. Who do you think he is? Uh, he must have got the deal a little early. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. He's been getting the bag for, for a while, so I, <laughs> I, I get it. But I will never, and I, I mean this genuinely, I don't think I will ever get over the fact that Russell Wilson has that other voice. I will not. And, and I know what people think when they hear it, like, okay, he has two voices, because black people, we have two voices at work. You know this, I worked it and I know this. You go into the office and you got your company voice, how you talk to your boss, the other employees who aren't black usually. Uh this is how we get down. So, as soon as you leave, is you know, it's whole other voice. It's you, it's more natural. This doesn't feel like that. This this feels like bro, what 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 exactly is that? I don't know what that is. Like I I I speak differently around like in a corporate setting the reverse I do with the homies. That doesn't sound like either. That just that that sounds very forced, and it sounds weird. Remember the computer love song, computer love. Yeah, (laughs) well, that was good. Thanks, man. I think Russ is tapping into that. He's tapping into the love side of things, and it's late, and he is he's laid up with his boo. It's weird though. Yeah, he he couldn't have posted at at a different time. It was it was all just Russ. What do you go to bed, bro? Well, I mean, he could be—he could be happy and be up, but yes, I—the voice scared. Cause, you that's know, the, what I'm pointing out. The vo- the voice. Because like the vo- I've only heard it a few times, and I've never heard it in person. Uh, but I've also never heard it on accident, right? He, it's always something that he puts out on purpose, like the video he made of uh, admiring Sierra in one of his old high school un- jerseys. When <laughs> that he, was funny too. He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, if I met you in high school, we'd have you know, we'd have about six of these kids," and it was just like, "Wait a minute, dude, when did you?" <laughs> Where's the go hawks? Where's the guy we know? Uh, that that threw me off. So I will never get tired. I will never get used to that because it it doesn't seem like the the normal code switch. This this feels like this feels like a third dude. You gotta ask him about it this off, this season, this off season. But like, Russ, man, I gotta I gotta break something down for you. I don't man. know how to go about that. Eh, you, maybe not podium podium time, but maybe one on one. No, and... no, no, that wouldn't be a podium thing. Oh yeah, he probably look at you like what? Oh, because man. I because it. The, that wouldn't be something I don't think everyone of my coworkers could really understand. And that, and by coworkers I mean fellow my peers, essentially, Jordan. the other reporters. It's just, it's one of those things that I need explained to me in a code that I'll understand. It's like, interesting, like, to say the least, because I know he's from the South. Is Virginia the South? That's the South. Right? Yeah, Virginia is the South. I think I don't know the rules down there. I keep hearing Texas isn't the South. It's Texas. I don't That's, know. That, that is South. I don't I don't know the <laughs> rules. So I, it, it could it, be considered Midwest if you want to if you really want to be. I don't know. Correct. Well, the South is a whole different world. Only been there once. Loved it, but it didn't make any sense. Food was great, though. Anyway, well, like we just played the clip of Russell confirming announcing. I don't know which came first because I was asleep myself uh, that he is now the highest paid dude in what league history? I believe or at least in league now. Right. So it's yep. probably league history. Four-year deal, extension, four-year extension, that is, worth $140 million with a $65 million signing bonus. Goodness gracious. He's probably going to buy some more chains uh, with, what? I mean, total guarantees, $107 million in total guarantees. Oh, boy. Finally, it got, I told you it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. It did. Before you left, after we recorded yesterday, you said, by the time you wake up, Chris, probably <laughs> be a new deal. If there's not, well, well. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you're going to wake up to some news. All right, man. Woke up. Get ready for work. Oh, Mike was not lying. (laughs) My man on the money. Money Mike. I should have bet with Mike. Should have went to the betting lines in Vegas. Will Russ sign. Never gamble, man. (laughs) Never gamble. I mean, finally this is done. Finally I can get some sleep. Well, wow. This has been a long, pretty much month of just, is this going to happen? The deadline's coming up. The deadline's been here for some time now. We are just now finding finding out about it. Oh, the Seahawks paid him. Wow. Okay, cool. What's next? <laughs> I mean, I spent three hours yesterday arguing people about whether to keep Russ. And we'll get just, to that, man. I didn't really realize I had, would ever have to have that conversation. Oh, man. That, that that bugged me. Uh, And a lot of stuff was made about the structure of this deal. I think here's some of this the noteworthy stuff that I've seen. None of this is like... Ever, You know, contract stuff is never, like, really, like, confirmed, confirmed. It all goes through, like, a database where contracts are submitted. And I think that's through the NFLPA or somebody. Or they get approved so that you can access them. Uh, Like, so, all that's If you notice, when teams announce a deal, for the most part, they just announce that there's a multi-year deal or whatever. Sometimes the terms get announced, too. I think the Cowboys announced the Marcus Lawrence's terms. But anyway, uh, so Russell's making $65 million in a signing bonus. $5 Five million dollars of base salary guaranteed for this season. Like yeah. this twenty nineteen season. He was gonna make seventeen, but it looks like they converted that into some of the some of that into the signing bonus and just guaranteed it all. So seventy million dollars guaranteed in twenty nineteen. I'm gonna throw a lot of numbers at you guys, but yeah, seventy million dollars guaranteed in twenty nineteen. That's a lot of chicken. Uh he's gonna have some more chains. How many chains do you think he'll have on the next time we see him? Uh, six maybe yeah at Just least three more at least yeah you, you got to double up he got to do it in increments of three
1: <laughs> well his number is three yeah, Look yeah three that.
0: six nine twelve someone tweeted me and was like how come the deal wasn't announced at 12 12 i was like that's a really good point i was awake at 12 12 damn announced Mike. the damn thing i was asleep i tried dude i was nodding off man i tried sitting up straight i was like man i got this i should have stood up uh but another more important numbers from there so basically russell makes 88 million dollars guaranteed in the first two years of the deal and then 107 in the first three years so basically you got three years 107 of just new guaranteed money and after that uh i think it's it gets a little tricky in terms of the guarantees but i do know he has the no trade clause in there and it looks like i've seen some multiple reports that he has uh roster bonuses in the final years of the deal so that's probably where you round out the 140 there if you're kind of wondering Uh, where that stuff comes from but yeah he got paid man finally appreciate that russ i dropped the bag on him i've been been waking up you know i don't wake up like early at all Uh, you did yesterday (laughs) the past two days now i've woken up at 3 a.m because of russell wilson and 5 a.m because of russell wilson there's no time to sleep nonsense it's supposed to only apply to him not me i didn't get nothing for this i need to get some sleep but uh it's, it's finally good that he got paid because, man, I do not want to argue with people or talk about life without Russell Wilson. You know how bad that would have been? You know how bad our show would end up being? With They were starting Paxton and Lynch. It would be tough to talk about the Seahawks losing 24-10 to 10. if they scored 10. I know. I know giving him <laughs> passing Lynch yeah, to yeah. a touchdown in general is very tough. It, 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 we just made this the bash pass to Lynch section, but it's just that's how scary life without Russell is. And I'm so glad we don't have to think about that. Even thinking about Derek Carr, I'm thinking, why would this? No, you don't want Derek Carr is not Russell. He cannot move around the pocket. If he gets, if he's getting pressure, Derek Carr is going to get hit and cry. We The Seahawks don't want that. Uh, no, no one wants that. I don't want anybody out there crying. I think John Gruden had some words for him. Uh, prob- I mean, if you got to explain to a dude why he can't be out there crying, then you've lost I him. wouldn't say he explained to a dude why he couldn't be crying. He just said, hey, maybe keep your emotions. Hold on to them a Which little bit is more. the same thing, man. There's ways to say it, though. I mean, the sentiment. It's like, hey, man, toughen up. I'm Even okay then, with crying, just not on the football field. Hey, man, you, you break can, your leg You, you, you can say. cry when you lose. Well, I mean, injuries is different. <laughs> well, he might have got hurt there, Mike. Mm-hmm. No, he was just getting beat up. There's a difference between <laughs> beat up and hurt. Like if Earl, when he broke his leg, instead of the middle finger, he was crying. I feel it. Oh. It hurts, man. Breaking your leg? I've never done it, but it looks like it sucks, and I never want to do it. I'm good. I don't want to know what that feels like. Guys Appreciate who get it. concussed and all that, man. I can see why they'd be, they be crying and everything. Uh, man, Russ secured the bag. $19 million base salary in 2021? $19 million. Well, here's what I want you to do. You should explain the process. And why this was a challenge and how the Seahawks even got to this point of giving this man such a luxurious bag of money. Well, see, here's the here's some things that you don't see in this deal. Russ's salary tied to a percentage of the of the cap and when it, in, in future years, uh, like I think that was Peter King who, report, who reported that on Sunday or Monday. Can't, Monday, I think that was or early or late Sunday night. Uh, you don't see f- uh, future base salary guarantees at the time of the signing. Uh, like that was my understanding That they may have been aiming for uh, But you know these things were out there Right You see we, How many how many weeks did we hear about Trade Russell Wilson Like At least one or two I would say one week Of solid trade Russell Wilson And there's a no trade clause in there Because those are the type of things That get floated out And get leaked And get told Not because they're fake necessarily But you have to remember That people tell you those things Whether it's me Whether it's Ian Rappaport Whether it's whoever Those things get told to people With an agenda You don't just accidentally bump into me or Ian or Adam Schefter or Tom Palisera, whoever. You don't necessarily bump into these dudes or Colin Coward. You don't run into them and just like they don't go through your text messages and see the negotiations. No, you tell them something with an agenda. Like I want people to know that we can't agree on this. I want people to know that we can't that they're asking for this, you know, to paint such and such picture we want people to know that the deadline is this to put pressure for this like all of that is on purpose right regardless of which side's leaking it i can't really identify who is leaking what i would guess that the thing that peter king had would be from the team side as to paint a picture that russell's side is being unreasonable right to maybe use the public opinion to get them to take the deal that ultimately got because this is what a normal Seahawks extension looks like. I don't know how often people dig into, like, their cap and, like, how those deals look and when stuff becomes guaranteed. But, like, if you remember, Justin Britt just got a per- – like, his base salary for this next season, like, just became guaranteed in February, I think. Same thing if I think Bradley McDougal and Tyler Lockett, I believe. Cam Chancellor as well because that's what their veteran extensions look like. After all that hoopla and all that stuff that we hear about trades and we hear about uh, – I'm. Thank God they didn't trade him. That would have been so stupid. If you wanted them to trade Russell, that's not smart. Uh, We heard about trades, the percentage of the salary cap stuff, which they probably legitimately asked for. Ultimately, you get a regular-looking extension. I mean, the numbers are big, but this is a typical structure, right? And that's because that's how you negotiate. I don't know how many multimillion – I've never negotiated a multi-million-dollar deal. Chris, I'm going to assume you have not either. What? (laughs) Never. (laughs) If you have, good for you. I wish you would have told me before now, but if you have not – then I understand but this is just how that goes you don't walk into the room right if you're Mark Mark Rogers Russell's agent or any agent Frank's agent Bobby when he negotiates you know Shaquille Griffin when it's his time Jaron Reed whoever right you don't walk in there and say give me these things if that's what you ultimately want you need to walk in there and start high and they go low and then y'all meet somewhere in the middle. You walk into the room and say, "Give me the moon, the sun, and the stars." Right? You argue, and then you ultimately just get the stars. Jalen Rose says it best: "In life or sports, you never get what you feel you deserve. You get what you have the leverage to negotiate." Uh, yes, it's exactly what you just said. But there it is. Yeah, you know, because that you you don't do that. Like I, 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 if I've been car shopping a bunch of times, it's a, very similar. You want to get to a number, they have a number. You meet them. It's anything. It's oh big yeah. negotiations. Owners have no cap on profits. There you go. Is that another is that another Jalen quote? It's another Jalen man. Jalen dropping gems out here. He dang. did that in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, ah, dang. If we're, if we're on quotes, it's a 21 Savage quote. Actually, no, it's Childish Gambino. On a, he's like, ah, uh, oh, dang I'm gonna mess it up. I can't remember. It's on his new album, No One's Fire. But the idea is like, yeah, you go in there, ask for the moon, sun, and the stars. They give you the stars. You're like, look, really, I, I, just wanted the stars anyway. But you gotta start like that. Yep. You know, you, you have to do that. That's how you get this deal. If they'd have walked in there and said, hey, let's get four years, 140 million, Seahawks probably would have low bottom more and be like, yeah. How you feel about 125? Like no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't don't you do that. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. We're gonna <laughs> we gonna. going right now now you now you counter. All right, we want four years, 160. Then like that's just how the game goes. I want people to understand that. I'm I'm not an expert again in negotiating multi-million dollar deals, but I do know a thing about haggling and negotiating. You know, I do want to know about what Mark Rogers had to say in your article. At the end of the day, my guy wants to live, work, thrive in Seattle. He compromised to stay here. I respect that. What? Was he compromising? Because one hundred forty million—that's a lot of money. I'm guessing they were looking forward to what you may might have already mentioned somewhere around one hundred sixty, one eighty. He compromised. W- what's going on there? Well, I'm sure they really did want the percentage of the salary cap thing. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they wanted some more guaranteed money, like right at the like future years guaranteed, like from the jump. Like as soon as the ink is dry, I'm good through twenty twenty-one. No matter if I slip, fall, bump my head like those are probably real things that they were going for and when you don't get those things you know they wanted to set a precedent some precedent setting stuff in this new deal they didn't didn't set any precedents they set the new market floor for quarterbacks but they didn't set no precedents right and you you have to ask for those things from the jump and if you really want them that's fine but if you don't get them you know, you end up with something okay anyway. Yeah. So I think that that's what he means by compromise. Like, we really wanted more than what we got, which is how negotiations work, though. The Seahawks probably didn't want to give up some of this stuff. <laughs> they probably wanted to make it $33 million or something like that. I wanted to, some of the guarantees lower. Or, you know, only a couple years guaranteed for injury. I think only the first three years guaranteed through injury. Maybe they only wanted two. You know, it's it's give and take. That defines a negotiation, right? No one went in there and strong arm the other side, the way I look at this deal. You know, so I think that's what he means by compromise. Now, I know all of us who's working, you know, 9 to 5. I don't work a 9 to 5. But, you know, we got the 9 to 5 crowd or whatever. You work, swing shift, graveyard, whatever. You're looking at like, dude, you compromised on thirty-five million. Like, you want to pull out the dictionary and be like, bro, bro, listen here. Do you know what (laughs) compromise means? And he's like, yes, we wanted this, they wanted that, we settled here. By definition, that's some compromise. It's just not the same compromise. But it gets to a point we got to stop comparing ourselves to NFL players because they're on a different level. No one pay, no one pays to watch you be a data analyst somewhere no one pays to watch you you know be a teacher or a, a painter or you know whatever you do they might be able to pay us to play flag football i'm not gonna lie yes. to. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> then dating. we'll be doing some negotiating but like <laughs> no one pay, like no one pays me no one pays to watch me right like there, there's none of that right so we, we gotta stop comparing ourselves that way there's just not the marketplace for us to be compromising for 35 million yes that's life-changing money for everyone but we're not the same you know, there's levels to this. That's who we quoting that's Mick Mill. There you go. Mick, there's, there's 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 levels to this. Might be a lot uh, of quotes today. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge quote guy. I'm a huge quote guy and analogy guy. I think people who've been listening for a while know. I used to do a lot of relationship analogies, but I'm a little, a little careful on them. Oh, look at that. Although I think it was G Scott who had a good a marriage analogy about about the deal. Like they've been dating for seven years or whatever. He it's knew what, he a knew a deal would get done <laughs> because they get they get married. Although I'm not married, never have been, but that was that was funny. I did I did enjoy that. But that's why you see some things that maybe outrageous floated around before they ultimately settle on something that looks pretty standard for a Seahawks contract. Cuz you got you got to go into it like that. You it's, if you're looking for something elite, maybe Tyler Lockett's agent didn't go in there like that, but he knew Tyler Lockett wasn't breaking no bank. You know That's probably why a deal was able to get done as smoothly as it seemingly did, whereas Frank's people looks like they can't get it done, and they never will, right? It's just if you're looking for something elite and you're trying to change the game, you're going to have to shoot high, aim high, and then fall in the middle. That's like everything, too. Aim uh, high. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. Don't aim too high, but, (laughs) you know, forget what J. Cole's saying. You can aim too high. You know that if you aim too high, then you aim too low. That line doesn't make any sense, by the way, but. Does Dwayne Wade fall ten times get up nine? Or fall whatever? seven times get up eight? Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That never made sense. I always. Had a f- I also never wore Converse. So. I always. I still to this day scratch my head and go, Well, Ted. Okay. Well, you're. I don't know. Uh, we have got ball players and rappers say they say anything. We can't <laughs> be swearing by what they say. But that commercial in general was confusing, and then that quote it didn't make any sense. No. Ball players and rappers, man. <laughs> Bottom line. They just say anything. Some Sometimes. of it's some of it's profound, but a lot of it, you know, Meek Mill has a hook where he's like, I used to be a used to. It doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? What did you used to be? Yeah, he used <laughs> to be a used to. Brother, what are you talking about? You know, that's yeah. Rap genius might help, did no, they? No, man, they be getting it wrong, too. Oh, they just be true. guessing. They just they they just be guessing. Yeah, no, that's not how that go. Well, guess how we can win a Super Bowl. I uh, mean that'd be great. Not we. Guess how the Seahawks can win a Super Bowl? I would feel a part of the team if they won. I respect that. I would. You I would spend. A I would feel lot part of, time of the family. With them. Yeah, I'm up there a lot. You would cry if you got a ring. I'm traveling. They probably wouldn't give me a no, ring. No, no, no. It's not about probably if they gave you a ring. Mike would shed a tear. I don't know. I'm man. putting money on it. Mike would be like, "Are you guys serious? This I, is ain't, I ain't cried in a long time, man. It usually well, takes death to get me to cry." Right. You win a Super Bowl and you're a part of it, and they give you a ring, Mike, you are shedding a tear. That would be that would be pretty dope. That Tears pretty of joy. Well, not I don't pain. really wear rings, but that'd be dope. You ain't got to wear it. You just hang it up. Give me a necklace. No, Mike, they don't give out $100,000 necklaces for winning a Super Bowl. They should. I might sell my ring, to be honest, and then buy a necklace. You wouldn't buy a house? Oh, is that how much them rings be worth? Mike, a Super Bowl championship, I'm willing Google. to bet at least 500000 if not more. Really? That's more, That's my guesstimate. Oh, wow. Oh, then yeah, I'd probably buy a house. Or no, you I might buy a necklace. No, Mike would buy a fancy necklace <laughs> <laughs> that he wouldn't be able to wear because it's too heavy. Uh No, I'd figure out a way. <laughs> I'd pay someone to hold it for me. Am I in, in the bar park, 500 grand? Uh No, looks like I just Googled Super Bowl ring. worth. New England Patriots Super Bowl rings reportedly cost... Thirty-six thousand each, making the most expensive rings that whoever made them have. I produced. wasn't even close. Uh, yeah, no, that's not getting. Maybe Tom Brady's ring would that, be worth that That much. might get you an apartment in <laughs> South Seattle, maybe. <laughs> I swear, rings were worth way more than that. I mean, they probably could go for more on like the open market. Like, hey, here's Tom Brady's Super Bowl ring. That's Somebody like. would probably pay like ten million dollars for that. It'd or probably be Donald Trump buying it. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. That's <laughs> wow. This man winning Super Bowls highest paid QB in the league it's not something that often happens the Seahawks just did it with Russ of course they have a chance of winning a championship right that's without a question they got better they are better I mean could you imagine as you keep mentioning life without Russ the Seahawks man-to-man podcast would be very tough to do (laughs) well okay what 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 do you you think do I think okay this is because this is frustrating for me. It's and not I, frustrating, I, Mike. I, I hear it's the a conversation. Op- I hear the opposite side, but perhaps it, in a controlled environment like this where I can see the other person and it's a dialogue and not just tweets, <laughs> I can better understand. Can you help me understand why people isolate the quarterback position as whenever that person is the highest paid, a Super Bowl is not won? Can you explain that to me? I think it all stems from who the quarterback is, right? Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, for example. At one point in time, he was what? What, the highest paid? Yeah. I think for the, a little bit last offseason he was, I want to say. Would he, uh, before he get, Aaron Rodgers Did he signed. get it done? No. He has pieces around him. He has arguably one of the best receivers in the game, Julio, And right? Julio, yep, yep, yep. Got a pretty good running back in Devontae Freeman. Injuries have sort of gotten in the way. You need more than having the best quarterback. And that idea that, yes, you can have the highest paid quarterback in Win a Super Bowl and not win it. It's it's hit or miss. I mean, you look at the last winning Super Bowl champions. Who have they been? Mike, Tom Brady, Mm-hmm. backup quarterback. What was his name? I'm drawing a blank Nick right Foles. now. Nick Foles. Nick mm-hmm. Foles. Who? Uh, Tom Brady again. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady again. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, the Patriots ain't playing fair. I mean, Peyton, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was the highest. He was. I don't think he I was. I think he was either. on the end of his his. Basically yeah, John Elway gave him a bag, but I don't think it was it wasn't the, anything like the that. bag. Yeah, the whole concept is you got to pay to win. And that's not really, it's not accurate. You look at all the champions, granted I keep naming the Patriots, but they're one team that you look at their roster, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's not even the highest paid at his position. It's nope. not even close. Nope. Running back-wise, they find guys that are, as you would put it, dirt cheap, mm-hmm. pretty talented, and... Two three years can go get a mega deal elsewhere, or do you want to win? And that's kind of the Patriot way. Do you want to win? or do You want to get money, and that's really tough to say. Hey, Mike, we'll give you six hundred thousand dollars, but you can win two three Super Bowls, or you can go down to New York Giants, go two and fourteen, but you'll get sixty million. So so it's so okay. It's more about the money in certain situations. And some QBs, I'll take a bag even if my roster's not the best roster wise. Russ might be taking that risk. We don't know because now Schneider and Pete, here's their chance to put pieces around him. All, although money-wise, it might get tough because you're going to have to sacrifice here and there. Will Frank Clark take a pay cut? It's not looking like it. He's over here saying they're pretty much disappointed that the Seahawks can't get a second base in that regard of, what's up with my deal? And he Frank knows that Russ is probably going to get paid. You still have Bobby Wagner. These are decisions that your GM and your president are going to have to make going forward. Coach, head coach, you have to make. You have to get it. It's either you pay your quarterback or you pay some defensive guy, Aaron Donald, and you don't win it all. Granted, they were going up against Tom Brady, who was loaded. They had a great O line, a great running game. Everything was great. Everything. If you look, if you look on paper at these players, you'll probably say all oh, these guys are C average, but when they play, they're A's. So is it more about? Copying what the Patriots do, I don't even want to. Or say, some actual, you have to be able to copy what the Patriots do and do it your own way. See that we don't, don't want to. Can play you do both? Own. You can. I think the Seahawks would be an example of trying to do it. They see the Patriot way, mm-hmm. but they also realize Russell's a top three quarterback in this league, arguably. Yeah, you got Brady, Breeze, and after that, it's and really and it's really can, even after that. It's even. You could if you want to put Russ in there. There's no argument that says you can't. He can't be in there. He is elite. Right. Super Bowl, it's tough to get to. There's a lot of stuff going on. They had, they, they fired their offensive coordinator, brought in a new one. There's just a lot of change. And now I think the Seahawks are comfortable with where they're at. Now it's Frank Clark. What are they going to do with him? If they can, if they can somehow say, hey, man, we know you want to get paid, but can you help us out just to see if we can win another Super Bowl? Because that's what it's about in the NFL. You want to win. Granted, the players are like, yo. I need this bag, man. I got things to pay for, family look out for. I got things that I want to do in my life. Mm -hmm. That's the balance there. And when you say, when someone says you can't win with the highest paid quarterback, they, they have a point, but also you can. Has it been done? You probably do your Googles and look up, I Where don't think I don't think it's been since under this new CBA the highest paid been done. the highest paid quarter the highest paid quarterback I don't think has won the Super Bowl or even participated I don't I don't think it's very tough to do because when think. you put all your chips on one guy and you have a bad O line and you have mediocre receivers and you have a great defense it's tough to do so here's why I don't think the people who suggest that have a point I think they have they they have like a statement. Right, and that's fair. And a that but statement, it, that's fair. I don't think it's necessarily a point, right? Because because I don't think it proves anything, and I don't think it leads to proving anything other that other than investing a lot in one position, whatever the position is, makes it difficult to win a Super Bowl. The catch on that would be anything outside of a quarterback is kind of a head scratcher. Well, it's unless you go unless you're really going left tackle to protect your quarterback. And but maybe it, a defensive, a D lineman. It's 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 really tough. Even then, how often does, how many I, times do you have an Aaron Donald? Well, no. How many? <laughs> how often do you have the? How often does a, uh, does a team win, the Super Bowl with the highest paid left tackle? Right. Will that be an indictment on paying left tackles? No. How often does a team win with the highest paid defensive end? Is that an indictment on now paying defensive ends? How often does a team win with the highest paid cornerback? You know, so on and so. forth. Winning is it's crazy. It's, it takes a little bit of. It takes luck. It yes, takes, luck is it the big striking. one. It takes striking. It takes, you know, it takes a lot of luck, and it takes a lot of, like, sleepers. You know, it takes some guys outperforming their contracts like the Seahawks how about did. this? We also don't want to talk about just the Patriots winning it all. Let's talk about the runner-up, what their team looked like as well because you look at Atlanta, when they lost, they had a pretty darn good football team. And Matt, which, 28-3, oh, the debacle. Yeah, 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 2016. They had a solid, they had a solid team. I mean, you— <laughs> Well, I, th- I think—so this this is why I bring up those other positions, right? Like, was was the argument against paying Aaron Donald what they're paying him? You're not going to win by dumping all that money into defensive tackle? You're not going to win? By, no. There might have been someone out there silly enough to say something Possibly. like that. Possibly, but we really bring that argument up with quarterbacks. right? Yes. People love to bring up that a quarterback taking up this percentage of the salary cap doesn't get you a Super Bowl— as if, as if that doesn't just suggest that every position, if you invest that... like, if you, How many times is the highest paid rece- We also do it with receiver, actually. That's usually the argument against paying receivers is that, like, when was the last time somebody had, like, a super-duper highest-paid receiver and won the Super Bowl? It don't happen. And I think that, that that's a flawed argument, too. I just think that... I don't know if it's flawed, Mike. I think the... Fl- I'm pointing out the flaw in that, look. Anytime you invest a dumb amount, and by dumb, I'm using as a synonym for large. Uh, if you... If you, you know, spend a dumb amount of money on one position to make that this person the highest paid, right, it's going to make it hard to build around the roster. and that's a fact. No matter what you do, you would rather do that with a good quarterback and right That is the the great distinction there because with the receiver, he can only catch passes. To be completely honest. He can catch pass in the end zone and get to the end but zone. But even if he's the best at it, if he's making $19 million a year, yeah, that's going to make it tough. And you could pull up all the teams that didn't have the highest paid receiver that won this. You can do this with every position. like You really can, but I think it also comes down to impact. What position has the most impact? Quarterback? Yes. It has the most It has and the most. And then after impact. that, it's probably maybe your running back, but wide receiver. And that works against the uh, – to argue, that's why I, that's why I don't think people who think the other way have a point. Like this, if you're gonna make anyone, if you're gonna dump money into someone, and your goal is to win a Super Bowl, it should be the quarterback. The quarterback, because and I'll bring up to this point as well, building a team in the NFL is not based on having money. It is not. You look at the teams who have cap space and what they do with that cap space. You don't win Super Bowls. You win Super Bowls by budgeting correctly, which I like to call cap management, and then you win it by drafting well. That's always going to be the case. The point comes to this then. We know Russ is going to be a sub for another four years. Mm -hmm. If they don't win a Super Bowl, the, the blame will somehow get to Russ, won't it? Well... I ho- I would hope not. It will. But, I mean it, it will. Ultimately we know how this goes. If the Seahawks do not win a Super Bowl, a lot of the blame will come back to Russ. Granted, we could Russ could have career years for the next four years again. Michael. See, and I think that's I think that's 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 that'd be that'd be stupid. It would be stupid. And the whole thing was, no, 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 no. The Seahawks just didn't build around him. They didn't bring in pieces to help. You ain't got to bring in the best receiver in the NFL, but you need to have someone that's capable of playing that way. Well, yes, and you don't need to do it. For example, Tyler Lockett. Is he the best receiver in the NFL? No. Is he top 10? Probably not, but you know what he does? He plays like it on a... Sunday to Sunday basis, Sunday, Monday, Thursday night, he goes out there and he is arguably the best receiver on that football field. And that's what you want out of your talent. For a guy not paid like it though. And that's 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 the most important thing. He's not paid like it, but he's playing like it. Yes. And that that's why the idea that all right we can't we paid Russ, we can't pay nobody else. No, man, that's stupid. Because you don't Hey, you don't buy a championship roster. This is not the NBA. This is not baseball. <laughs> yeah. You don't buy a championship roster. You draft a championship roster, and you need to do that no matter what. Whether you have, you know, uh, who's a quarterback not making much? Whether you have Patrick Mahomes not making much or Dak Prescott not making much, you still need to draft a Zeke. You still need to draft, who's the uh you know, the, the all those good linemen they have. Like, you still need to draft. You still need to make trades, like, for an Amari Cooper. You still need to, if you're the Chiefs, if you, okay, you got Mahomes, right? But none of that, that doesn't matter how cheap he is if you don't also have Tyreek Hill on the cheap. If you don't also have, when they had Kareem Hunt, if you have Kareem Hunt on the cheap, who's the running back they had in the playoffs? Uh, Damian, Williams. Damian Williams. Damian Williams. <laughs> if you don't have a Damian Williams on the cheap, you need you need a bunch of dudes to be on the cheap outperforming their contract. And so if if that's always gonna be the goal, yes. It may be a little tougher if you dump a bunch of money in the quarterback. But the it that that cost and that difficulty I would say is offset by the fact that you now have a quarterback. But that's a good, that's a good point you bring up because if you look at the playoffs and how it's structured, how many bad quarterbacks run the playoffs usually? Not many. I'm talking let's say NFC championship. We'll go there. We'll say we'll talk about that. That was Saints Rams two yeah. really good quarterbacks. Yes, one making a lot of money and one not. And he's probably going to. But I think that game is a good example. Take those two teams for example, right? Saints and the Rams. Okay. Saints Rams. We could even do it for the AFC. Oh, but, but still two let's let's do NFC, right? Cuz in both scenarios, AFC and NFC, you have a quarterback making a lot of money and you have a quarterback not making a lot of money. Uh Goff's not like broke, but he you know, he's not He's on not the, one of the top highest in the league. Correct. So but neither one of those teams would be there if they don't draft well and make good moves, right? If they don't make a trade for uh, Marcus Peters, if they don't draft, uh, um, if the Saints don't draft a, what's the, La- Lattimore, the corner? Yes. If they don't draft a Lattimore, if they don't draft a Michael Thomas, if they don't draft, you know, the right tackle, I forget his name. Something I can't pronounce because it's got a Z in there. I can't pronounce names to be having Zs in them. Uh, if they don't draft a, uh, Alvin Kamara, you know they'll though you. If you don't do all that, then your team's gonna stink no matter what. What your quarterback is making? Look at the Rams. If they don't, if they don't draft a girly, if they don't draft it, you know they paid Aaron Donald. But if you don't draft a guy like that, if you don't, you know make the trades for like guys like I I don't have their whole roster in front of me, but you know you, they didn't sh- they didn't break the bank for a Robert Woods. They they didn't break the bank for a Brandon Cooks. Think they traded for him. Traded for him, yeah. Uh, I, they may have pay him ap- paid him after, but you get my point. That's like, kind of the way to do it, though. Yes, you you trade, when you, you you find bargains, and you draft. When you have a chance to pay your best quarter, the best quarterback in the league, you probably do it. It's not up for debate. I mean, what else is that money for? Like, okay, people want salary cap space. For what? Pay your quarterback first. They want <laughs> to try and do it the old way. And we saw what the Seahawks looked like back in the day. And, and that, that is so that's, flawed. And it is, but that's how— People look at it. They say, "Well, let's just gamble on. We got lucky with Russ. Why can't we get lucky again?" Yes. Yeah, and the people want to gamble. The people that want to gamble that way, they'll be looking like the Jets, for example, that are just gambling. And I guess they never really had a good quarterback, but who had a really good quarterback? And then let's see. Well, the, I mean, the, I think the the Ravens weren't like paying Flacco anything crazy, and then okay, he that wins, would be and, a then good they, and then they pay him. That would be a good example. But I think the, the Seahawks won. I think I've said this on the show before. I've said it so many times in, in conversations on radio, or whatever we have to in seattle stop thinking that russell was the only one on the cheap back then when they won the super Bowl. everyone <laughs> dog <laughs> the <We're>, whole roster <laughs> somebody i think it was i think <laughs> it was a homie ben baldwin who i think tweet, fa- tweeted all the guys who weren't making like a Over million, million? bucks. Yeah, yeah a million bucks and it was on probably that 20 30 guys 30 of them that weren't 2013 cap hits here we go under a million dollars these are the guys on the 2013 seahawks that had cap hits under a million Russell, Richard, Brandon Browner, K.J. Wright, Bobby Wagner, J.R. Sweezy, Golden Tate, Doug Baldwin, and then you still had guys like Cam, who was underpaid. Uh, Russell or uh, um, Earl underpaid. You know Jermaine Curse, underpaid. One of the most clutch players in franchise history, right? You you that is why that team was so damn special, and that's why it seems like okay, paying guys like you need cash, right, to keep all those dudes. You're never gonna draft like that again you're not. like the Saints are on their way to having a good draft like that the past couple years but every half the, I, I'm confident saying half of the Seahawks roster was underpaid that's why when, when they went to players when they to half of the starters <laughs> let's say half of the starters were wildly underpaid guys, wildly guys, not paid at least <laughs> wa- including the quarterback right like but the need, but the hunger and the chance to win it they weren't thinking about it but as you get older you realize yo as Earl did okay <laughs> Y'all well, see what I've done. They all wanted to get paid. And when yeah. they won a the Super Bowl, they all felt like they should have. Exactly. Rightfully. rightfully, just so Well-deserved. By the way. But the idea that's like, man, last time we won, we had a rookie QB on a, on a cheap deal. Let's just keep doing that. And no, the, man. You first also, of all. You also had the best defensive player in the league on a cheap deal. had yeah, the I'm, best for, defense in the league, arguably of all time. Everyone was cheap. <laughs> Every, you can't just keep replicating that. However, you need to try. And that's what I mean by like if the Seahawks had – 10 extra million dollars in cap space, right? By not paying Russell. You know what they would do? They would just have $10 million of cap space. Like they wouldn't just go spend nine of it on a defensive end. Because Technically, th- they are trying it because they just signed arguably the best quarterback to a new deal. He's gonna be in cell for five years. Now you build around that. But even you, if Russ took a lower deal, is what I'm yeah. saying. Like if he took uh what's he making the year? 35? Say he was 33, okay, right, and you save 32 and you save or 30 and you save some money, they would just be saving money. They would not just think, Oh, shoot, we got a hundred million dollars in March, let's go overpay Jadavian Clowney. No, man, yeah, <laughs> the Texans don't even want to overpay Jadavian Clowney and they drafted him, right? Like, that's not how the Seahawks get down. They're so not this, gonna just take that money and just go be is, the Yankees. This might be the first time that they really well, outside of Cam, would. Just gave the bag and said, all right, man, you've earned it. And he's been healthy. That's another thing. Russ has been he has been healthy. The guy has not had injury problems. He stays healthy. He's very smart. He gets down. He, I mean, he takes a lot of hits, too. Right. I'm surprised he gets up this much. He, he it's the, takes nano a lot. the nano bubbles. The nanobubbles is saving him. Hey, whatever you, it is. You haven't heard, heard the nano bubbles I have thing? not. I'm going to tell you about the nanobubbles thing when we get off air. He's, he's been playing at such an elite level. The Seahawks really had no choice. It to not pay him would have been stupid, malpractice. So, oh, that's a good one. It would have been terrible, incompetent. All Ir- of it, fi- every word you can think of that that's just bad. Ir- it. irresponsible. And I'm seeing, I'm getting tweets from friends talking about, yeah, they're gonna trade him. I'm thinking, why would do they want to lose the next five, ten years? Is that what they're looking forward yeah, to? Yeah, see, I think there's. Yeah. I mean, you can't, as you said, you really. It's tough to replicate what the Seahawks have done these past eight years. Just going to the playoffs, winning a Super Bowl, being a contender, restarting the whole franchise pretty much, getting a new coordinator, and still being a threat—that's tough to do. And now you sign Russ on this new deal, and you still have you still have an ob- option of getting Frank. And even if you can trade and get better pieces, which would be tough to do because you're going to have to get some draft picks. But, but in my point, that's always the plan, though. That's a, that's like you a, don't pay Russ and then think, damn. Now we got to draft well. No, man. You want to draft well with Garfield. You wanted to draft well no matter what. (laughs) That's why, if you're going to draft well no matter what, you pay Russ because you would rather have to draft well and manage the cap to win with a quarterback as opposed to, okay, now we got to draft well, manage the cap, and do that without a quarterback. It goes to building a team, drafting well. And we talked about it, especially in free agency, finding guys in the second or third wave. I mean, a perfect example would be Shaq. You said he makes $600,000, right? Oh, Shakil, Shakil, something like that. Something so let's say let's cheap. say it's six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know if all the Seahawks fans remember Kerry Williams, cornerback from the Philadelphia. Oh, they Eagles. remember Kerry Williams. <laughs> well, he signed three year, eighteen million, with seven guaranteed. He was cut mid season, right? Because now, he wasn't paying up the snuff. Weigh your options. <laughs> you want six hundred thousand dollars on Shaq? or you want to go big for a guy that's supposed to be this and that comes to Seattle. And according to Pete, he doesn't just fit our system. He, how about he's just not that good? <laughs> right. And that sometimes, that's sometimes, that's how that's how it is. Sometimes players are just not that good. Shaq is perfect for this position. He's perfect for the Seahawks right now and what he's doing. Yeah, he needs to get better last season. He was ex- exploited a little bit. But over Kerry Williams is night and day. Well, not even just necessarily making the direct comparison between him and Kerry Williams. It's the fact that, look, look at the price tag. And look at the production. You wanted to I I think this is personal opinion obviously. I think he's out Shaq outperforms whatever he's making. If it's seven hundred K, eight hundred K and I think a lot of the dudes on the roster are doing that. Trey did it last year. Yeah. Chris Carson wildly did it last year. You know, Mike Davis did it last year. That's why he signed with the Bears. Puna Ford (laughs) did it last year. You know, like you had Tyler Lockett did it last year. And that's good. That's what what the Seahawks won. That's how you build a championship team. They're already in position to do that. They got the dudes on the cheap, and they're about to draft some more dudes. In other words, that's how you got to do it. Everyone that plays Madden knows exactly where I'm going with this. When you, if you, I think you still draft a team. I haven't done it. But when you draft a team, you're not going to go out and get all A's. If you do that, you will suck because you're going to have a starter and an F as your backup. If your starter goes down, you are in trouble because you don't have anyone that's competent that can play that role, fill that role. You need to get Cs, C-pluses, and maybe a few B-minus talent, and you want to produce like A's. A Tyler Lockett, a Chris Carson, a Mike Davis. These guys are, if you put them on the grading scale, B-minus, C-plus, but, but they play at an A-level. Yes, which is why Mike Davis was like, "Well, shoot, they're offering me this amount. Seahawks probably were gonna give me." They probably didn't offer him anything, to be honest. There you go. And in those situations, you gotta go where the you're being that you're being offered the most money. Yes, you wanna go where you can thrive, where you can make a little money. And he was able to do that. I forget the details on what he signed, but it was well. Doesn't matter. He's making more than any of the any running back on the Seahawks. There you go. And sooner or later, that's gonna happen with Chris Carson. He's, He's gonna be like, "Well, shoot, I've been ran to the ground." <laughs> And he might be gone. Yeah, making nine hundred thousand bucks or something like. That. If that, like, yeah, that that I can't stress that enough. That your goal as a team is to is to pay the elite, pay pay the elite guys that you need to keep, and then draft around them. That will always be the Seahawks. Just happen to just draft well for like three years in a row. And we're like, we're gonna win the Super Bowl now, you know. But even if that's not like, if you don't get lucky like that, like they did in twenty ten and twenty twelve. All right, you got to pay Russ, you pay Bobby, you pay Frank, which they have the money to do. Yes. They have the money to pay all of those guys. That just means you need some more David Moores, some more Chris Carsons, some more Will Disley's, some more Shaquille's, and some some Nas Joneses and some whatever. You need all Akeem King's. You need those Bradley McDougal's not making anything. And guess what next week is, Mike? Draft. And guess what they can do? You find Kit some guys. more. Now, I know that sounds initially like, man, it's not that easy to just hit. That's always gonna be the plan, though. The plan doesn't change when you have money. When you have, like, the Colts have money right now. Oh man, they're what, what they do. Racks. The only dude they paid was Devin Funches, right? Like, yeah. you know why? Because they were like, we, we last year we drafted two All Pros. Let's keep drafting well and build around Luck and Ty. That way, and they got st- a big target. They got a speedster. They got a quarterback that can throw the ball. The old line is getting better. Yes, they drafted All Pro uh, linebacker. Like, yeah, they're they're doing it the right way. They didn't see just okay, let's. Now we got cap space. Let's just pay. Let's right? just pay. The, That's what teams yeah. like the Niners. Bro. Let's just sign Antonio Brown. That's and what call teams it like the Jets do. <laughs> and teams like the Raiders. You know what? Those three teams I just named are gonna are not gonna do in the next couple of years win the win Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. They're yeah. not gonna make the play. I don't. The Raiders won't make the playoff next season. Probably not. Right. But, but Antonio's gonna have a good year because you need. You still got a <laughs> draft. Well, the Raiders, if they hit on some of these draft picks, you never know. I don't want to count them out immediately. I don't trust John Chris Gruden. But is counting them out immediately. That's a got, hot. They team. got a lot of picks. They do. So they but John Gruden is gonna mess it up. Probably. I, I can't stress that enough. Like, we can get to the, the listener questions here before we get out of here, but I think that is the most important thing to know. You can build a team when you have a dude making an astronomical amount of money. You just need to be good, and you need some luck, and you're always going to need that. So you might as well pay a quarterback and then build around that. That's GM GMN101, folks. You're welcome. Well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> i always wanted to say that. What we got in terms of... Uh, we got a lot, but a lot of them have to do with Frank. We'll get back to Frank. We'll start off with the ones that... Oh, yeah, lots of Frank and Bobby. Yeah, we'll get back to those. We can start with the Frank and Bobby stuff. That's we'll probably the it. most pressing. Well, of course, they just want to know, a lot of people want to know, what happens to Frank? Can the Seahawks pay him and afford Bobby, or does one of the two got to go? And that was from Zach... Y O Jin J yeah, I N. Yeah, he still know. has the profile pic of us on there. It's pretty fire. Oh yeah, with the GameCube. Remember the analogy I did oh, about Lord. video games? Yeah, <laughs> and he that was dope. But yeah, he just yeah. wants to know. Looks like we got a few people who actually yeah, about Frank about basically paying Bobby. But yeah, I'm, I just I'm, took I'm that gonna lump those into one here really quick. So, yes, the CL, Short answer is yes. The Seahawks have plenty of money to pay Frank the same demarcus lawrence type contract they have the same type of money to pay bobby you know 17 million dollars a year that probably means you shouldn't break the bank on jaron reed you would want him to get like a mid-tier defensive tackle contract something like locket signed where he's not breaking the bank but you know he's adequately paid for what he brings to you next year is going to be really important i would actually let jaron play out his contract see if he can get to the quarterback like that for a second year uh you have the money to do that though They definitely have it and it's possible. It's kind of just what we went into in terms of what I think will happen with Frank. I don't think this makes it more or less likely that he stays. I honestly don't think the Russell thing had much bearing on that. I don't think there are ripple effects that involve them, involve Bobby, Frank, and and Jaron to that extent. I do think that it's troubling that, you know, Frank's agent went from essentially, oh, we're not afraid of the franchise tag. That was in like October or November to then they get tagged uh, then there's a leak like, ah, oh, you know, Frank ain't coming to work until he gets a long-term deal. Now we're in what, April, April, you know, and now there's no deal three months from the deadline. That's not a good sign, and I think we may be looking at a scenario where the Seahawks revisit this after the draft, see what they have in their rookies and, and what they get in, like, mini camp and then really come to the table. Like, look, let's, let's say they grab some stud, you know, out of Clemson or Miss, Mississippi State or something like that. And they're like, you know what? We'll trade Frank. Or they don't they don't get what they like in the draft or pre-draft for trade offers, uh, you know, and, and they keep them. I think a lot is gonna happen with Frank in terms of the next week, both in trade offers and just what they land in the draft. If they feel comfortable with a dude or a couple dudes that they land, with the mixture of Quentin Jefferson and Brandon Jackson and, and Cassius Marsh and Nate Orchard, and then just like, look, we'll just that's what we'll roll out with and get to the quarterback that way with Jaron Reed and Puna, and we got this. If that's that could be a possibility. If I had my gut feeling is that of Frank, Bobby, and Russ, only two of those guys are on the team in 2020. It's my gut feeling. Not sure which two. After the draft, I'll have a little better of an idea. But, yeah, that answers anything about Bobby as well. Like, there's money there to do it. The draft matters a lot here. So I would say Russ, Bobby, Frank, two of those guys on the team in 2020. Quick question for you. If you were the GM and you had to lose one, you lose. Out of those two, Bobby and Frank. I mean, I would like them to keep all three because I think all three are we cool, we cool rest. dudes. Russ is good. Well, yeah. I, w- I wish two, they could have all. Jaren Reed, too, cool cat. If I'm GM, there's a GM me. Yep. Yeah, but these okay. are only there's only two options. I'm making Bobby a lot more Frank. money now as the GM. I right, <laughs> got my GM hat on. I would probably keep Bobby and Russell. I'd probably keep Bobby and Russell. My I'm, two captains. I'm, I'm leaning towards it, but I like the youth of Frank and the fact that this man plays through anything. <laughs> Yeah, Bobby and does Bobby too. is not getting younger. No, neither is nobody is. But Frank is definitely a lot younger. Uh, a couple I think years, four years. Nah, Bobby's twenty eight. Frank, Frank will be twenty six at the Bobby start of the year. Like Thirty five out there, man. Um, he's such a Bobby might be twenty. Presence. Bobby might be twenty nine by the start of the season. So I think there's like a three year gap. Okay. So yeah, that's a good question. All right. Well, Anthony Green, he wants to know trading Clark wise. Would you do it for a, rec- a wide receiver? And how high do you draft the receiver in the draft? Um, I wouldn't do a player swap. I don't think you'll get a comparable player. I think if you were to trade Frank for a receiver, I want like a Frank, the Frank version of receivers, and I'm not even really sure who. That's probably like Amari Cooper. Well, we know if to be Brandon honest, Marshall. Come on, man, we didn't mention him on the show. <laughs> I would say, yeah, the Frank. Who, that's a good question. Who is the Frank version of a receiver? I would. I, I think Amari Cooper is the name that comes to mind. Thielen, maybe. Uh... That's a tough one. Thielen feels like a good one because Frank's what, like a top seven defensive end, and Thielen's probably like top seven receivers. Maybe I'd probably throw in Diggs then. Sure, whatever. One A, one B. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but I, I would only trade for Frank if I felt like in the draft we got some studs. Okay. I would sure. wait till after the draft, and then I would only wait till then. Like, all right, we got some studs. We're good. all right. That's the only way I would do that. Brian Turner at Turns44. Always hitting us with questions. Oh, Pretty yeah. He got, always got questions, man. I like this guy. Now that the contract is in place, what should our expectations be for Russell Wilson? He is and always will be a model citizen off the field. What kind? So what level of on the field success with this new deal should he be held to? Um. Well, I think... Because he's the highest-paid pl- quarterback in the league, I don't think that means that he, you need to expect him to win MVP. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. You don't. That's unfair. They paid him $35 million a year because that is what it costs to keep an elite QB. Doesn't? It it's not what it costs to keep the best QB. It's just what it costs to keep an elite one, right? Or even just a competent one, to be honest. I won't even use the word elite because Dak could make more than that. So yeah. could Carson Wentz, you know, and so could a Patrick Mahomes. So I think the expectations for just him to just improve – and I know okay. I sound like Pete Carroll a little bit, but what did Russ throw, 34-something touchdowns? five balls. touchdowns, something. seven Yeah, Once yeah. Hit on the money, baby. Yeah, he had a good, really good year. You just need that. Yeah. Maybe run a little bit more. Run, no. some, run for some touchdowns. No. No, you can do that. No. Throw the rock. No, but I'm, no, not run the ball. Oh, I don't want Russ what? running. No, nah, I like Russ. I think that dynamic is really <laughs> important. I think that I think that the element there that just makes one more thing teams have to plan for, just like Cam Newton. Even if he doesn't run as much, you, gotta be ready you for have it. to account for it because if he takes off, you know, look at the Vikings game. His like 40 yard run broke that game open. Uh, you know, on Monday night football. It all it takes is one or two big runs to to change remember they lost the, the Cowboys game. Dak takes off sixteen yards on like third and fifteen or something like that, changes the game. You know, like those Running a bit more, like, with timely runs uh, in clutch situations. I think that would be the the thing that I would expect more of him in 2019. But you can't just associate making the most money with being the best player because that's just not how it works. It's just, you know, I'm not big and, like, I'm not going to give everyone a lesson like economics, but basically you have to, that's the going rate for keeping a guy who is this good. You know, it's not necessarily that now he needs to throw a touchdown for every million dollars he's earning per year. That'd be nice, but I don't. I think that's an unfair expectation. You just need Russ to keep being Russ. You know, he's already one of the best in the league. Like you said, I go. think he probably is top three now. No, I, I believe he is. I believe it last year. I would take probably Russell over Aaron Rodgers. I will definitely take him. You see, over Matt I, Ryan after reading that article. Oh no, that's that's Come unfair. On. That's unfair though because the Russell article was bad too. And There were two of those. There's only one Aaron Rodgers article. For real, there were two back to back off seasons. There's only one Aaron Rodgers one so far. So I won't even. We I need won't more even evidence, for man. That. Yeah, I won't <laughs> knock Aaron for that because the Russell one's bad too. They called him a snitch, man. That's pretty bad. <laughs> that is. Ain't nobody called Aaron a snitch. How crazy would it be if he ended up like the Angelo Russell got traded to? The, got traded nope, to New York we're, Jets. we're not doing no more <laughs> wrestle trade talk. Mm-mm, nope. Right. I refuse. Uh-uh. Our, our last not question. today, Satan. <laughs> our last question is from Gnarly Rad Dad. That's a fire name as well. Who will have a breakout year in 2019 for the Seahawks, Mike? Okay. So I mentioned the guy to you before. Yes, I, don't I don't know if I want to mention no, him. No, you time. shouldn't. No. No. Come up with someone else, man. I liked that name. I have okay, two names. But they're, then, both, they're both really trolly. That's why I said don't do it. <laughs> okay. Can I? Okay, I really want to pick Amara Darbo. I really do. I don't know why, but I feel you. I really do. For this, the, the David Moore effect, man. Healthy he could think, be good. I don't think any of us picked him to have a breakout year, though. That's what I'm saying, though. This is year two, essentially, for him. I picked Tyler Lockett, and I bingo. This is year two for him, though. All right, Mike. I'm either going with him or CJ Process. And then the joke's going to be on you when I say, oh, remember you picked? I mean, breakout year is just so, like... It is so subjective. Chris, like one out of fifty-three. Man. So, like if Rashad Penny runs for eight hundred yards, is that a breakout year? I think he only had like four hundred or something like that. Yes, I would year. say it is. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Then I can go Rashad, right? So you can go Rashad. I, I, I want to jump off the ledge with it, though. I want to go all the way. You got me in the hot takes every damn week, so now I'm on. Well, the- we took a break just with everything going on. Well, now, now I'm back at it. <laughs> I'm going with either who? I, I said Akeem King before on the show. Well, that's fair. He's going to play a lot more. Amara Darbo. CJ Procise. <laughs> As Mike says with a smile. See, like I can't pick. Can I pick like Shaquille? You pick whoever you want, Mike. I'm just saying. Can I be, pick Shaquille? Yeah, why not? So what is he, breakout? Would that be like Pro just, Bowl? He has a, no, I would say he has a drastic improvement from what he did last season. Okay, Pro Bowl. Jesus. Done. I'm going out. In the, I would God. say Trey Flowers might be that more than Shaq. Pro Bowl then. Everything. <laughs> I need it to be quantifiable. I gotta put yardage on it or interceptions on it. All right, I just wanna. When you Bowl. ask Mike questions about players being such and such, put whether they're gonna make the Pro Bowl. Do you think that way Mike has not has a ceiling for it? I just gave a lot of names though. You did. If I had to pick if if I had to pick one on each side of the ball, I would go Amara and Shaquille. That's fair. I mean, I'll probably go with Trey. But I can't really justify the Amara one yet. It's kind of just wishful he, thinking. I mean, he's played, I think, eight snaps, was it? What, last year? Yes. No, he didn't play any. He played. Oh, he was hurt last he was year, hurt the the year, year. He was hurt the whole year. He had surgery the year before. I think it was something. I think know, he had like eight catches last uh, his rookie year. Whatever it was, eight something. And I said, yeah. Well, Mike, that's. Uh, I guess I'll give it to you as a hot take today. There was a lot of. They had Tyler that year, Doug, Jimmy, and Paul Richardson. Amara's rookie year. Like you knew he wasn't gonna catch a lot of passes. I have a question for you, Mike. What's that? Will the Seahawks win a Super Bowl in the next four years? Probably. No, Mike. Yes or no? Don't be dancing out here. In the next four years. Next so four I got years. the nineteen. So just okay. 2019, 2020, 2021, 2020. Uh man, it's so hard to win a Super Bowl. Okay, I don't a I'm not here for your I'm trying telling. Trying to think of who win I think the Chiefs Mike. will get one. Yes or no, Mike. I think, Stop the, so I think much. the Bears will get one. I'ma answer. I'm trying <laughs> to think who all will get one. I think the Bears get one. I think the Chiefs get one. I think the Rams and the s- Twenty twenty four Seahawks champions. No. Okay. So I think the four Seahawks get one. Well s- year? The Saints get one the chiefs get one and the bears get one. Give your years cuz you're thinking so hard. Uh I think the uh, I I would say the Seahawks are closer to like 2020. Wow, that's not bad. That's next season. No, that's two seasons. Tw- oh, you're right. Gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh football years. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I think those are doable. I really think the Bears got a shot if that defense stays nasty like that. Well, I think that constitutes as a hot take. Yeah, I think, I, I think so. You just I said the Seahawks will would would, would win a Super Bowl in 2020. Now that's probably just going to sound like a homer take. The podcast is called Seahawks Man to Man. I mean, you could have said this year, Mike. That's more of a homer uh, take. that's true. That's true. You actually gave some thought into it, and you picked three other winners. Yeah. It's no, not I'm, as if. I'm good at picking Super Bowl winners. You're just not good with guessing games, I guess, right? That's mm. Mike's a key. No, 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 I'm not. If you ask me who's going to win the Super Bowl, though, I can narrow it down. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here First for the next 4 years, who wins next year, Mike? Um Saints, okay. And then 2020, Seahawks. 2021, probably the Chiefs. And 2022, maybe oh, by then uh the Bears might be out of it. By then I I think I I think I'd go with the Colts. There you have it. That was fire, Mike. Pitchers will be in there somewhere, but I hope they don't win nothing. <laughs> I really don't. I think man. they're good, Mike. I don't hope the pitchers <laughs> win a <the> damn thing. <laughs> I I'm, think I'm confident saying that. I think they're good. They won enough.
1: Yes, they want
0: enough for a lifetime. For real, <laughs> you can just you can get better their franchise and bring up a new expansion one at this point. Absolutely. Just, well, just get rid of get rid of Robert Kraft, Hoodie Bill. I like Hoodie Tom Bill. Brady. Get rid of them all, man. I don't okay. like nothing they got going on over there. I feel you on that. Man. I only liked Gronk. Now he gone. I'm off the boat. He might come back week by Thanksgiving. He he might. He might. I'm off the boat. All right. I liked Gronk. Well, thank you all for listening. We broke down Russ. And every, well, Mike broke down the negotiating and how that works. I'm going to sleep, man. And Mike needs some rest. But, yeah, we want to thank you guys again for listening. Appreciate the love and support. Also, be sure to rate, review the pod on iTunes. Anything else you want to add, Mike? Uh, no, did I mention sleep? You said that. Hey, oh, yeah, before we get out of here, there's an article on The Stranger about the catfish at the Shell gas station that I've been plugging. Mm. There's an article on The Stranger about the, the, specifically the catfish at the Shell gas station. For all you we guys hating, for all you guys hating, The Stranger, I don't know who wrote that article, I didn't read the whole thing, I just know The Catfish is fine. I had some this money. That and then, okay, now we can be out. <laughs> We out. We <laughs> out.